0: Ah, arriving in this body. In this moment in time. Allowing your back, your spine, to be straight supported from within feeling as if there is a there is an invisible string connected to your head top of your head gently pulling up on your body straightening your body naturally lengthening your spine And then allowing your muscles to relax, to soften. Checking in. Checking in with the body. If there's any tension anywhere. Relaxing and softening. When the body is relaxed and soft, the mind can relax. So first, let's pay attention to the body. Noticing forehead, the face, softening, relaxing, the neck, shoulders, the arms, the hands, chest, the back, lower back, the belly, letting the abdomen rise and fall, be relaxed, letting it fall out, relaxing your sits bones, The growing area, upper legs, lower legs and feet.
1: I'm checking in.
0: Are there any areas of tension in particular? that might have crept in again. You know what they are for your body. (laughs) And in the out-breath, relaxing, letting go some more. Even if you think you're completely, your body's completely relaxed still. Ah. Giving up detention some more. (laughs) Relaxing, settling. And now, noticing in this body, within the framework of this body, there is the breath moving in and out on its own. You don't so much have to breathe or make it into a project breath breathes itself moving in and out naturally whether it's deep or shallow long or short doesn't matter you've been breathing all these years all this time let it happen naturally and just simply simply bring awareness the sensations of breathing wherever it's easiest to feel whether it's the abdomen rising and falling the chest expanding and contracting the nostrils the rush of air going in or out at the upper lip. For the whole movement of the breath within the body. this breath, only this in-breath, this out-breath. This in-breath, this out-breath, calming, soothing, collecting, unifying the mind, settling, arriving more fully here, now. And if thoughts, plans, memories, if they come up at this point as we're trying to settle and arrive, it might be wise to just bow to them gently and say, not now. They'll still be here later. We'll come back to them. But now, it's time to settle to arrive to be here in this body with this breath Notice where your attention might be resting right now. And if on a thought, etc., gently inviting, escorting the butterfly of attention back to rest on the sensations of breathing within the framework of the sensations in this body. Notice this breath, this life-giving breath. It connects you with life. Each breath, each in-breath, bringing in oxygen notice the aliveness, the energy of aliveness present. In each breath, in each moment within this body, this living, breathing mystery sitting on this cushion. so much a heady investigation, but just dropping in, (coughs) dropping in an appreciation of the aliveness present in you in this moment, and breathing with that. Good morning. So as part of our practice this morning, really it's a practice of arriving with the breath, with the body. And in some ways this morning is not so different from any other retreat that you've sat. And really, the task is to really arrive calm, settled, be here in the mind and the body, with the body, with the breath. With the exception of the additional instruction that Eugene introduced last night, and I mentioned this morning, as a contemplation to kind of drop in, not so much think about, but drop in, aliveness, just feeling the aliveness, the life force Life energy, aliveness, that's present. So really, <coughs> arriving and trusting that we'll get into all the contemplations gently and, and you, you will be shared with whatever you need to practice in due course. So for some of you being excited, oh, death contemplation, can we start this morning? Settle. Settle settle in and allow the mind to really arrive and and perhaps also using the not now if there's still a lot of thoughts and coming from your from the past few days from arriving here from the busyness of your life. This is the time to really settle in. So we have time for A couple of questions about being here, settling in, whatever might have arisen for you. Or anything we said last night. Or anything at all, meaning of life? Just kidding, not yet. So, as we're still settling, (coughs) I'd like to um, share a few announcements and then after that we move into the uh, the cell phone ritual that was mentioned last night. (coughs) So a few announcements to make this morning. So one is that you might have already seen the uh, the sheet for practice leaders. So many of you have already served as practice leaders and if you haven't, we'd like to invite you to to sign up, give it a try. It can be a support for your practice. And what does it mean to be a practice leader for a given sit? It's pretty straightforward. You come, you sit up here, either on a cushion or a chair, and all you have to do is to keep track of time and ring the bell at the end of the sit. So (coughs) it's important to, since different sits are of different length, to pay attention to when the (coughs) sit ends. And also regarding the bell, it really doesn't take much to get this bell singing. And if you hit it really, really hard you can take it back. (laughs) But if you hit it very gently the first time, kind of calibrate, the next one could be a little louder, or not, people hear. But if you go, if you whack it, nobody will be happy, including you. So that's one instruction. And also to say that (coughs) when you are up here, excuse me, Serving as a practice leader really can be a support. You're, you're both supporting the Sangha, the community, um, by by holding space and it can be a support for, for your own practice. Sometimes sitting up here can bring up some things up that could be interesting to practice with. So, And also to say that many times you might find one of us come and sit here with you, we're just sitting you're still the practice leader, you're still responsible for ringing the bell. So to make that clarification. As the managers have already announced, um, there, is an, there are two affinity group sits that, that are happening. Um, and they're happening in the council house. So, during those times, and as managers have announced them, um, the 2.30 sit for POC sitting, and I think it's the 7 o'clock sit for LGBTQX. During those times, the room is for the affinity group sits. During other times, the council house is open and available for everyone to sit. And council house is never open for doing yoga. Yoga either um, in the downstairs uh, yoga space where you can get to from the stairs down here and during the yoga session upstairs. And during the walking periods, the walking hall upstairs is just for walking, not for yoga. So please respect these so that we can live in harmony in community and support each other. I think the managers already mentioned about ticks last night and just to say that this is May. This is the height of the nymph activity. So please brush yourself off if you're walking out. Please brush yourself off. Not just for your own sake, but for everybody else's sake as they can crawl off and walk onto somebody else and check your body once a day.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think there's
0: one more announcement I can't remember, but if it will come to us, we'll share with you later. Oh yes. Um a request that if you would please be ti- uh, during the meal times, if you could be timely with returning your dishes, um, sort of keeping them for a long time, because then that the lateness of that kind of reverberates through the whole cycle of the kitchen and cleaning and and sanitizing dishes etc so that was one that was requested for us to announce i think there's one more okay okay So, we'll transition now to the cell phone, or rather digital devices, renunciation ceremony. Yeah, that's the word I like, renunciation. is an act of renunciation. It's an act of giving up and inviting a seclusion of the mind, allowing your mind to be secluded and really devoted to the intention of this practice. So, again, this is a practice that is supporting you in being here fully. And, and a decade or two ago, it was never an issue. But now um, it can be so actually delicious to be cut off from technology. With, and we are giving you the perfect excuse So, anything you'd like to add before I ask them to line up and the reflection with that?
1: I was just sitting a retreat at uh, IMS, our sister center on the East Coast, and uh, I was really impressed with... uh, how everybody gave up their device, and uh, and it's uh, it little, may be a little bit indicative of the between East Coast West Coast. Uh, it's a little more uh, supportive of the structure on the East Coast, and we're a little more relaxed here on the West Coast. Um, but it's not helpful, especially around your digital devices. Um, everybody knows, Does anybody not know the word dukkha? Anybody not know the word dukkha? Raise your hand if you don't know. Great. So the word dukkha is the traditional Pali word for that's generally translated as suffering or dis-ease or dissatisfaction or troubles. Suff- some range and uh, it is very been very interesting to watch the dukkha of the digital world because it's a new dukkha meaning it didn't exist really 10 20 years ago 30 years ago it's like hardly anything you know maybe computers that was it and now people are quite locked in to a lot of Information all the time. And one of the beauties when I was young and going on retreat was you come on retreat and you stop talking and you don't carry a TV around with you or have it in your room when you're on retreat. So you're not, you know, that was the di- digital device of my youth. And something just stopped and it was very helpful for what we're doing here in terms of practice. And so it's been quite interesting to watch the digital dukkha now for people who are quite attached to their devices. And um, here, you know, I could ask how many of you are attached to your device, but it might be more skillful to ask how many of you aren't attached to your device. Because it's, yeah, a few people. They look like they're my age or older. And um, and it's really a different world. Um, and personally, it's I still, I mean, I know how to use my cell phone. <laughs> but I'm not attached to it. It's wild. I mean, I still, when I want to do email, I, you know, I don't even like to text. I feel like embarrassed to say that, of course. But... It's a different world, and so what I've seen is people don't know, people don't recognize their suffering or their attachment until they let it go, and then you can see what it means to let go. So, Nikki is inviting you to place your device here. You know, if it's up to me, I would say it's mandatory. Give up your device and see what happens. Watch what happens even in your mind about giving up your device and you can see the attachment. And if you didn't bring your device and you're going to give it up now that I've given, we've given such a beautiful, uh, encouraging talk about giving up your device, uh, you can still give it up and we'll take it. And I promise we'll keep it. We have a, Spirit Rock had to buy a very big safe to put all the dis- digital devices in so that people from the outside wouldn't come and take your device. Okay. It's good to have a little humor about the whole thing too. But uh, really, I, I, if I can, I would like to challenge you. Give it up and see what happens. And of course, you'll have a lot of good reasons why you shouldn't give it up or can't give it up or you need to keep it just in case. Forget it. Give it up. Thank you.
0: So, with that, so with that, um, Inspiring encouragement, if you have decided, if you have forgotten or haven't brought your digital device and want to go and get it, actually you can't do that right now because the line will form in a moment in the procession. It's slow enough that by the time you go and come back you'll have time to participate. So if you want to do that, feel encouraged to do that right now. It's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. For the rest of you who have brought your device and are ready, yeah, people. exactly. We'll go slow. Go out. Go out. It's okay. You'll. C- we'll wait for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We can sit. For we can sit. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll sit for a moment while we're waiting. And whoever wants to go out and get their devices, you're welcome to do that right now. Maybe as you're sitting, sitting with the relationship you have with your digital device and how what this renunciation represents for you, what, what it brings up for you. Is it a sense of relief? Is it a sense of anxiety? Just sitting with what comes up for you. I'd like to ask you now to stand up and form a line in the middle, please. Great, yeah, that'll be the beginning of the line. Perfect, great. Forming a line, great, wonderful. And As you stand up and stand in line, put your device in the basket. Really make this into a practice. Examining your relationship. Especially with respect to the fifth precept. Yeah. And there's tape outside for you to write your name if you haven't already. There's tape outside also. Yeah, there's tape here also, but I think it's by the time they come here. So, and we'll acknowledge every device that's put in here with a gong of the bell. So, and as you walk up slowly, walk up slowly, there is no rush, really. This is a ritual for you, take it in, what does it mean? What What is this relationship that you have, this renunciation, and honor the renunciation you're making as a part of this practice, really honor that in yourself. So please, Come up. We'll bow to you. Sitting up here, I feel the reverberations of the bell and it feels like reverberations of renunciation of many, many, many people. Mm, Lovely. So, in terms of ritual, actually... So in terms of rituals, there is one other ritual that we invite you to participate in, and you received an email about this. So as a way to bring death into the room and normalize death and make it familiar, it's not so foreign, we invited you to bring photos, mementos of loved ones to, to contribute to the altar in the back and there's already photos on the back and... You're welcome to contribute photos, mementos, maybe even found objects if you didn't bring one. And it's, it's a way of bringing death into the room. Getting a, having a feeling that it's not so foreign. And, and people in this room, people that you walk with and sit with, they've lost people. They've lost people that they love. You've lost people. It's the common humanity of death. Common humanity of death. So we invite you to start contributing to the Altar as you wish. Did you bring your cell phone? Oh, you already gave it, okay. I wanted to make sure everybody was included. Okay, great.
1: So, uh, as you know, uh, we're on a meditation retreat. And uh, part of what that means is that we start to erase the line between meditation in a formal sense and everything else. So even now, pay attention to what you're aware of as I'm speaking. So pay attention, which means hopefully you kind of hear what I say and you're aware of it, and you're also aware of your body sitting here and you're aware of your mind and what you're thinking about what i'm saying and you're aware of your heart which is maybe you still have some you have some feelings left about giving up your device letting go of your device maybe you feel sad about that or a little anxious about it and you don't have to change anything or fix anything because we're not meditation is not a fix it but it is about being aware and waking up. And so we want to keep erasing the line between formal meditation and informal meditation, even as we're structuring formal practice. And so we're not saying, oh, don't sit anymore. We're saying, oh, yes, sit and walk. We're going to when I'm going to give instructions about walking. But I also want to say something right now about practicing right now. And I don't mean everybody. You have to sit in the meditative posture right now. But you want to be aware and be aware that you're aware. Be aware of what you're aware of and be aware that you're aware right now. And that starts to enliven each moment as part of practice. And in that same thread, uh, that's why we do the sitting meditation, is to um, develop our capacity to be aware of our body and heart and mind, and also what's beyond body, heart, and mind. And in addition to the formality of sitting, because really all we're doing when we're doing the meditation is we're sitting down for 45 minutes and being aware. I mean, that's the whole practice. And we we can refine it, we can guide it, and but, but the basics of it, or we're sitting down, we're stopping, and we're being aware of what happens even when we're not doing anything, right, because we're not doing, we're just sitting here. I mean, you know, I once spent a little time with the Dalai Lama, he said, oh yeah, don't get too enchanted with meditation, you know, even chickens sit still for a long time, you know." know, but they're not so aware that they're aware and what they're aware of. And so we're doing the formal sitting meditations and we're going to do formal walking meditation. How many people here have not done formal walking meditation? Please raise your hand if you haven't. Okay, everybody's done walking meditation. So we're going to we're gonna start with very simple instructions and we'll add to the instructions as we're here. And um, you'll have you know, about 40 minutes now to go out and walk and be aware while you're walking. And following the thread of where we are in the retreat, stay close to your body, right? Stay aware of your body And so even now, be aware of your body, even before you go for the walking meditation. Be aware of your body as you're sitting here in a more relaxed way. And you don't have to be aware of every sensation, but be aware of the felt sense of the body from the inside. Don't be aware of your body from over here, looking at your body. Like, when I'm aware of my body, I'm not over here above my body. I'm actually in my body. And the awareness saturates the body. And it, that doesn't mean I'm aware of every nuance of sensation or feeling, but I'm aware of the felt sense of bodiness. And, we want, and you can all just play with it right now because I can assure you your body is right here and just let your consciousness permeate your body right now in whatever way it does. You don't have to do anything. Just let it saturate the physical experience in some way, shape, or form. And then take that presence of embodiment. And I'll say a little more about the presence of mindfulness tonight. Take the presence of mind fullness, body fullness, and then you'll stand up. And I'm going to ask you to stand and stay very aware while you're standing. And you could you could be super slow or you you don't have to be super slow, but be aware either way. So we're all gonna just stand up. And feel, sense, be aware of your body as it changes posture. Right? We just move from the sitting posture to the standing posture. And of course you'll notice what your mind does and you'll have thoughts about what I'm saying or what, you know, you'll, you're, you're talking to yourself in some way about what I'm saying or what you're doing. Oh, I've got it right or I've got it wrong or what the hell's he talking about or, you know, your mind might be saying things. And you can be aware of that, but let that be in the background. Put your body in the foreground i right? put the direct experience of the liveness that's standing right here, and so the encouragement for this whole retreat that we want to support is what uh, uh, Venerable Ananyo calls embodied awareness. Embodied awareness. And so we want to, that's why we want to be mindful of the body when we're sitting and mindful of the sensations of the body and mindful of the breathing of the body that happens all on its own, right? And, and so much of the body is just happening on its own. You're not doing your heart, right? You're not doing the, the blood moving through your veins, Right? You're not doing your muscles. They're here, they do themselves. And we want to be aware of what's here. Not thinking about it, feeling it, sensing it, being in direct contact with the immediacy of the liveness that's right here. And letting the thoughts be in the background. Letting the direct experience come into the foreground. And so the walking meditation, which you're going to go do now from here, is the same thing. It's a direct experience of your body walking. And generally we say, oh, go find a space in the courtyard or in one of the lanes or out in the woods and go back and forth, you know, for 10 or 15 or 20 feet, just go back and forth. And you're not going anywhere. You are trying to get one place. You're trying to get here, and here means in your direct experience. That's where we want to get. We don't. We don't want you to stay in the meditation. You don't. We don't want your mind to stay in the meditation hall when you're out walking. You don't need to think about anything, even though they'll. Come up, let all the thoughts be in the background. Let the liveness, the movement, the sensations, the dynamism of a walking body be in the foreground of your experience. Um, Some people have been trained to walk very slow. That's fine, you can walk very slow. You can walk very fast. The key is being aware and staying present moment by moment by moment, just like we're attempting to cultivate here in the sitting practice. Any questions about the walking meditation? Please. Any tips? for staying embodied. Mental tips. Uh, get out of your mind. <laughs> and that's the best mental tip I know. Go ahead. Nikki has a tip. I already gave you all my tips and in the instructions. <laughs>
0: The, the additional tip um, is um, one thing that I do and love doing is at the end of the path, so suppose if you've chosen whatever, ten steps, and you're walking back and forth. When you get to the end of the steps, for example, let's imagine I just got to the end of my step here. Really stop. Really stop. And turn around. And before you start again, get in touch with your intention to be mindful for the next 10 steps. And it could be that by step three, you've lost it. But then again, by the end, you'll have another chance to reconnect with your intention. So the ends can be anchors for your intentions. And I found that to be, to strengthen my stability.
1: Okay, I mean the other pieces. I'm sure we can come up with a lot of pieces, but um, be really curious about what does it take to stay very present when I'm walking and see what happens. And the one piece we uh, also want to say before, as you go out, don't, don't do the slow walking meditation as you leave or come into the hall walk at a normal pace in and out of the hall be mindful of the walking but don't go super slow like you're right because people are trying to move in and out so it's much more polite for the community if we just leave and then come back okay you'll hear a bell have some fun with the walking
0: And Mark will be putting these in the safe. And if you, um, change, if you decide later to add your digital device, managers will be happy to take them from you. You're not limited just to this ritual.
1: Thank you for listening.